1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, the World Cup. Has reached the quarterfinal stage. There are just eight nations left in the tournament. There's no football today, Wednesday, and no football on Thursday. The quarterfinals resume on Friday when Croatia play Brazil, and the Netherlands play Argentina. And then on Saturday, Morocco, who had a fantastic result against Spain, play Portugal, who had an equally good result against, or maybe better, against Switzerland and England play France in a game that everyone will savour. It's a great pleasure now for the stand to welcome John Giles and Liam Brady to discuss what we've seen so far and what we're likely to see. Liam, it was a great day yesterday, and generally I feel it's been a really, really fascinating tournament with lots of good football, and we've learned a bit, particularly Morocco's performance against Spain.
2: Well, we, we called it before the game. I think John and I, aimed that yes. it was on Uh they, You know, it was predictable how it, would, uh, how it would pan out. You know, Spain had most of the play. Uh, they've got very good midfield players, Spain. They keep the ball well, but they, you know, they lack uh, a threat up front. I know they scored seven goals in the first game against Costa Rica, but uh, they've never really been convincing, uh, you know, in the last... In the last third of the field, uh, Morata doesn't. You know, he he doesn't do it for me. He's not at, at, at that level. He doesn't he doesn't uh, uh, function. Uh, when you think you know, years gone by, you had David Villa and Fernando Torres up front for Spain when they were winning all these trophies. Um, it's a young team, Spain, Morata, yes. unless they find a striker who's gonna. Is going to knock in the goals. I think they'll always, you know, be bridesmaids. They won't. Uh, they won't return to winning ways.
0: No, uh, John. Morocco, very athletic, very well organized. Didn't have a lot of real quality up front, but they were always going to. Do, they looked fitter and they looked unafraid, if if I could put it that way.
3: Well, we certainly weren't afraid, Eamon. Yeah. Uh, and we, we, did see them in one or two of the other, other, rounds and they looked very, very good. You know, but you would have thought before the, the, the tournament, you know, playing St- Spain, they wouldn't have much of a chance, but they deserve to win. I mean, you know, did they, did, we did, know yeah. teams play and they get a, get a bit lucky, lucky break, a few lucky break, but the, that wasn't the case. It was good performance. Uh, the keeper, Bono, <laughs> yeah, was, uh, was, uh, brilliant for the, the, the penalties. Uh, you know, like watching the game. You 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 would think uh you know Spain were Morocco and do the way round. Yeah, you know they they dominated the game. They won. They did all the things well. They were, as you say, they were fit. Uh, they were ready to go and had the confidence to go on and do it. Um, amazing again. One of the smaller countries or the less less football countries. Yes, uh, come come and go in the major competition.
0: Yes, and for Luis Enrique, the Spanish uh, coach. It would have been a blow, but he took it very well. He's a, he's a remarkable man, but he, he does it his way. He picks his team and he's not afraid to leave big names out. And speaking of leaving big names out, Liam, Fernando Santos, that coach of Portugal, he's an old wise head. He was the coach for a long time now. He was a coach in 2016 when they won the European championship and he dropped Ronaldo which caused a big stir because Ronaldo was taken off in the previous game after 65 minutes as a tactical substitution and he made it very clear that he didn't appreciate that and the manager obviously said, well, so you, I'm the manager, I make the calls and he put in Gonzalo Ramos, a young lad from Benfica who's 21 years of age. Tell us what happened next, Liam. <laughs>
2: Well, the kid uh, just reveled in it, didn't he? He's in a very good team, Eamon. You know, yes. you got Bernardo Silva, you got Fernandes, Al Felix in midfield, Yes. Uh, Carvalho in midfield. Uh, they're a good all-round team, uh, Portugal. Uh, very technical players. Um, and I actually thought Ronaldo was having a half-decent tournament, but, uh, you know, when he was substituted, he, he wasn't very respectful to the coaches, you say, Eamon, and... And, and and the coach showed his mettle, you know, yes. and uh, he must see this kid in training, this Ramos in training. He, yes. He must think, well, you know, I've got to unleash this kid, you know. And uh, he was absolutely brilliant, like a hat trick and his first goal was tremendous. Yeah. Uh, you know, near post, smashed it in with power. Nobody expected that. Uh, but the other two were, were, were well taken goals as well. Like he dinked it over the goalkeeper one. But with that uh, with that team, I Eamon, like with Felix and with Fernandes and with Silva, they're going to make chances for the strikers. Yes, uh, a very very good team, and uh, you know they're you know looking at them, you you wouldn't say this they're miles behind France or miles behind England, and they're in that side of the draw. I I think they'll take Morocco uh, simply because they've had. Um, well, not simply because, but they, they, they've had an easier run of things. You know, they were able to rest players in that third game yes. against Switzerland. They were coasting after after the first half, really. So uh, whereas Morocco had a very, very hard game against Spain. So um, I would fancy Portugal strong to get into the, uh, into the semifinals.
0: Right. John, when you take a player like Ronaldo out of a team, it actually frees up. The way you play isn't, hasn't that been, uh, well, you tell me, but I'll ask the question and then you tell me what you think. When you have a player like Ronaldo, he's 37, he was still the top scorer at Man U last year, 21 t- goals. Um, but Manchester United have had to, because they want to play a pressing game, they want more running basically and. With Portugal, the same thing applies. You know, the coach obviously wanted to change it up, to up the tempo, and to not have everything go through Ronaldo or or his team to be set up to create chances for Ronaldo. He wanted a freedom. And it often works when you take a big player like that out. And it works quite a bit for United in in recent weeks. Would you agree with, would you have made the decision? Would you agree? agree that it can actually help all the players in the team. Well,
3: I, I, I would agree with something you say, Eamon. But yeah. Ronaldo's been a special player for years and years. Yes. His he, approach to the game hasn't changed in any way. Yes. He's, 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 he's older, Eamon. Yes. You know, he can't, do, he, he can't do what he does the way he used to do. Yeah. Nobody can. You know, and he's, he's what is he, 37? now? He's, yeah. he's a miracle guy. And, and Ronaldo has always been Ronaldo in the way that he's behaved. It's always been about himself. Yeah. It's always been in a selfish way, but ultimately good for the team.
0: Yeah.
3: Because of the goals he scored. But if he's not scoring the goals and he's not doing what, what the manager wants him to do, uh, he hasn't changed. I mean, the manager and him have had a good, very good. Apparently, have had a very, very good relationship for yes. 15, 16 years, right? And the manager now is doing his job as he sees it, and I think most people would ag- would agree with that.
0: When when Ronaldo was taken off in the previous game, it was with still twenty five minutes to go. He threw a strop, and he was he 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 didn't he wasn't respectful to Santos. And I think no. a manager has to say, I'm the manager, pal. You may be a great player, but I run this show. Yeah, there's, there's
3: no doubt about that, Eamon. I'm not, I'm not disputing that. No, no, I'm you not. Know. You, know, like, you have to understand what Ronaldo is. Yes. And has been. You yes. know, the attitude that he showed to the manager, and he showed now, be, and things are going against him and he's getting old, have, have been the attitude that he's had for years and years that's made him the great player. Yes. In my opinion, I'm only giving you my opinion on it now. Ronaldo is, a, what I'd say, is one of the most selfish guys in the world. And because of his selfishness, and he's a striker, it's made him one of the best players in the world. Yes. Now that he hasn't got it anymore in the way that he had it, he doesn't see that. Yes. He's saying, look at all the things I've done for you. Look at all the things I've done. And, and we all know in football, um, you know, what's gone is gone. And that's what today is what matters. In most things in life anyway. So, so he's fallen out with the manager. The
0: manager had to do it, Eamon, I, mean, I right. think. You know? Liam, at your former club, Juventus, when Ronaldo left, I saw Chiellini and the other big central defender, they both came out and said that actually, when he left, it helped the team because of, I think for the reasons I said, the, the team was set up to suit him. And also at Manchester United, it seems, it didn't harm the team, uh, and it's, this is not to say that Ronaldo hasn't been a fantastic player, one of the greatest in history. And I saw more in that Portuguese performance yesterday than I'd seen with Ronaldo in the team for, in, over the last few years, actually.
2: Well, we've had a good look at Portugal, haven't we, over the last few yeah. seasons? They've been in the same group as Ireland, and yeah, um, you know, he's uh, as John described it. Really, really well. He's—it's all about himself, you know. And when when he was substituted in that match, I think it was against Cameroon. Um, no, it wasn't against Cameroon. It was against. It might have been against. I, I can't remember now. There's so many games. But it was the third game. It was they'd already qualified top of the group, you know. Yeah. So it, it, the the result really didn't matter to Portugal. Yeah, but when Ronaldo was substituted, he was saying and thinking, no, "No, he should leave me on because I want to get another goal. You know, <laughs> I want to show people what I can do. You know, and I think the coach, uh, has rightly said, no, like the emphasis is on the team. It's not on you. It's on the team, and that's why he made that decision. And I think that was the same at Juventus. It was the same as Manchester United. The coach wanted to get. Back to what the club and uh, is all about is the team. You know, yes. everybody's treated equally. You know, yep. but he wants to be treated differently. But as John says, that's what made that's what's made him this goal scoring machine down through the years. Um, you never know; he he, he he still might have a contribution to make, Eamon. Absolutely, know? yeah. Uh, he came on. He came on last night. Things seemed to be good. He, he celebrated with all his teammates when the yes. goals were scored. And we've seen him be stroppy in those situations before, you know. uh, I think um, at Manchester United, he was asked to go on and he refused to go on as a substitute. So um, I I, I was getting annoyed last night watching the match because all they wanted to talk about was Ronaldo. I was here watching it in England, and I'm sure uh, John was doing the same. And Tilsley, the commentator, he kept bringing it back to Ronaldo instead of talking about... Some of the players we were witnessing and playing brilliantly, you know. Yes. Uh, but uh, go back to Portugal and uh, let's let's talk about them and yeah. you know forget about Park Ronaldo for a minute. Right. And we see what develops there, but I don't think the coach will be putting them in the team against it. Uh, in 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 the in, in the next match uh, against Morocco.
0: Yeah, I apologise for doing the same thing. That's uh, ITV, see John. Just let's talk. Well, about it's a
2: big story. I mean,
0: it's I, a big story. It is a big
3: story. Now, yeah, they, you know. But you just, I just say something about yes. him when you talk about the Italian lads. Now, you know, when he left, he said he was yes. years to go. If, if I'm not mistaken, they won the Italian league at least three times on the bounce when he was there, didn't they?
0: I, well Liam would know I don't think it, they did yes actually. they did they did John yeah they did Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean I do yeah like. yeah I, Look, I'm not saying this is a simple decision at all I'm saying it's quite no, a no, a no. I'm only, I'm, only,
3: I'm only saying I mean we, we don't know Ronaldo but I'd say he wouldn't be the most popular guy in the dressing room with everybody and with the Italian lads because it's all about himself but if he's helping to win the title three times on the bounce I think it's yes. a bit a bit off. Okay. For the, for the experienced players to say, well, we're glad he's gone because we don't like him or his attitude or whatever it was. But he does it on the pitch. He's done it for the pitch, on the pitch over the years, Amen. I and Never. he's not. He's, what he's, what's happening with Ronaldo? He's not accepting, in my opinion, that he's getting old.
0: Yeah. Well, he thinks
3: he thinks he's the young Ronaldo of 20 year, you know, 10, 15 years ago. And that's gone. And there has to be hard decisions. Not for him, but if you look back over the years in the history of the game, Amen. I yeah, There's some players, great players that we 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 know of, that were treated very very badly and and were very cruelly treated in many ways, and I think that's the way Ronaldo sees himself now.
0: David. Yeah, okay, I uh, okay. I just thought, sorry. Sorry about that. Well, no, well, you are right. I mean, it's one other thing I I just put to both of you, I think the Portugal I saw last night. It freed up Fernandez. It freed up Bernardo Silva. It uh, this kid who came in uh, Ramos. You know he got a hat trick. He looked happy, confident, and sometimes the presence. I put this to Liam. Sometimes the presence of a great forward like Ronaldo, a great star who gets goals, can actually overshadow you
2: yeah you can be conditioned playing with that kind of exactly. guy you know you can that's be, the word yeah you could be looking you, yeah, you be looking to pass it to him rather than give the give the right pass, you know yes, what I mean and I do indeed he yeah. expects it he he expects that kind of service um but as John John said it you know we we all got old in our careers you know and uh and you know it's uh, the managers uh it's' it, it, got to make serious decisions you know but um i still think he might i still think he might have a role to play well, you'd want the him in the penalty, in this
0: World you'd want him in the penalty shootout that's for sure cuz he's he's not bad at that let's go on then to the the next quarterfinal. both of these quarterfinals the netherlands argentina and croatia brazil are on friday uh, portugal play morocco on Saturday, and of course England play France on Saturday, we'll come to that Croatia, John we're all great admirers, I think of Luka Modric they took him off, actually before the penalty shootout, took him off after 10 minutes of extra time he looked knackered in the game against Korea and maybe that was a match he's 37, he's been absolutely brilliant, all season for Real Madrid, and so far in the World Cup very hard yeah. for him to keep going at the rate he's going, isn't it?
3: Well, especially against Japan, Eamon.
0: Yeah, Japan. That's you the, know, yep. I mean,
3: yeah. their 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 attitude and and pace in which they play is is extraordinary. Yes, and they're absolutely brilliant again. I mean, Croatia did well to 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 go to extra time, right. in my opinion, and yep. then, and then they collapsed on the penalties, the penalties as we know. I mean, they have, have to practice their penalties, But in a game against uh, uh, Japan, the likes of Modric, who was, who was getting on a bit, as we know, one of the greats, uh, is bound to be affected. I, mean, I think yep. the managers did well to, to leave him off. Yep. And, and then the rest of the lads did well for them. You know, Croatia have a great attitude. But, but Japan were fantastic again.
0: Yes, we're
3: yeah. good to see Modric through to the next round. He's, as you say there, he's bound to get tired in some of these matches if they're going, they're going the, 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 the way the Japan match went. Yeah. But he's still there. He's still there. Uh,
0: yeah, I want to ask you, John and Liam, i ask you first, John, about Brazil. And I just put my own tuppence worth in because I, fancied, I tipped Brazil before it started and I kind of still fancied them. But what did you think of the goal celebrations to which Tite, the coach, came and joined for one of them? But more importantly, of their overall performance. I mean, a brilliant start, but what what did you make of their overall performance the other night?
3: I thought they went out to show off, Eamon. Yes. That was my first impression when when certain things happened, even the goals through celebrating the goals, which is fair enough. Uh, but I thought they were there to... to I don't think it was professional in the way that they behaved themselves during the match.
0: Yes, or respectful I'm. to but Korea, their opponents. Respectful to anybody.
3: Yes. You know, yeah. they were, they were, it was like Neymar was back, which is fair enough. They, 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 scored, they scored the goals if they did. South Korea were a bit, went there. They really. were knackered,
0: John, too. They'd played 72 hours earlier.
3: <laughs> yeah, they, they played a lot. Brazil, but Brazil played well, I and mean, they scored the goals, uh, but I thought a bit a bit too show offy instead of being professional in what they were doing. So uh, we'll just have to wait and see if if if, if that's going to go for, for them or against.
1: Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff: shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at fifty to eighty percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part.
0: Liam Roy Keane had a go at Brazil. Gary Neville didn't. They were on, I think they were working for um, BBC at the time. I saw them. Keane, in particular, uh, didn't like the celebrations. I ask that only because I don't, I kind of, I, I'm not mad about it either. But that's that's Brazil. That's the way they are. There's a joy in the game. uh, uh, and they feel that joy what did you make of the celebrations in particular and then the performance overall
2: I really didn't pay much attention to the celebrations, and I was watching them play, and they're very, very good. Uh And it's like you say, it's Brazil. They celebrate that way. They want to entertain, uh, and that's what they do. A little bit disrespectful, probably, yeah, but, you know, they get carried away with themselves. <laughs> they did that in 82 as well, if you can cast your mind back to that great team of Socrates, Zico, yes. and Junior, Falco. They thought it was only a formality that they just have to turn up and we're going to win the cup. But um, the same in 98 when they got beat in the final against France. Yeah. Uh, we were doing, all three of us were doing that on RTE. And, uh, um, yeah, they, that's that's what they're about. But I thought they were very impressive, Eamon. They looked very, very good. They looked very strong. Right. But we're going to. If we're going to talk about them winning the cup. They've every chance, you know, every chance. Yeah, uh, they've got young players up front. They've got pace. They've got speed. Richarlison is playing well up front. Scored again. Um, midfielder Pekata, you know, West Ham. I thought he was very good. Casimiro, we all know well. And in defence, they're very, very solid with a brilliant goalkeeper. So I think, they, you know, they. I agree with you. They look the team that. That uh, are favourites to win this competition, and maybe, maybe it's the, it, the only thing that's going to cost them if they get overconfident.
0: Right, uh, John, I largely agree with Liam. I'll, I'm not as confident as he is that they'll win it. Now, I thought Neymar contributed nothing the other night.
3: No, he's, well, he's coming back from injury, I Eamon he's, he's he did okay. He did yeah. okay. I mean, he's, he's that type of player, I Eamon You know, like he, on certain days he can be absolutely brilliant. He didn't have to be brilliant the other day to win the match. I mean, right. South Korea, you know, collapsed. That was the occasion was too much for them, Eamon, I thought. And they got a hiding in Brazil that was made for, for for Brazil. As far as Neymar's concerned, we we know there's uncertain days, Eamon. He can be brilliant. Yes. We know that. He can do that. So he didn't do it the other day. and <clears throat> He did okay. But he might, in one of the games, he might turn it on. He's capable of
0: doing it, but... You never know with him. No. You never he, know. He's a diver. He's no Lionel Messi, is he? Oh, no. Well, who is, him? Mean, you know, <laughs> uh, <like> we <laughs> right. talk
3: about Ronaldo and, and Messi. There's nobody been like him for the last, yeah. what,
0: 15 years. More, so, or, um, or more. Uh, Richarl- or more. uh John, he has yes. played well in the World Cup. I still would share your reservations about him because of, Memories of him at Everton, in particular, but he—he he is a key player for them now, and he is scoring. And the other kid who I think is really interesting is Vinicius Junior, who plays wide on the left and and looks yeah. like he could develop into a a really top top player. And he gets goals. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah, he's very good, Eamon uh, But Ricardo, I mean, I must say at Everton, I thought he was hopeless, Eamon Yeah. I, wonder, I, wonder, I just wondered why they bought him. But since he went to Spurs, Conte has made him a different player altogether. He's actually a player now. Yes. A, yeah. good, a really good player and valuable player to to, to, to Spurs uh, when we saw him play there. But particularly for Brazil now. I mean, I can understand why anybody paid the money for him with the player that he is now, not with the player he was at Everton. Right. And good luck to him, good luck to Brazil because he's, he's, uh, he's doing the job for them and he's, he's doing it in a big way.
0: Yeah, I first noticed him at Watford, actually, and I thought he was a real top player. But that was only, of course, the championship was a team that was uh, promoted. Uh Liam, the big, big match that everyone is looking forward to, particularly where you two lads are, is England and France. And I'd like to ask you your view on this game. Let, let's look at England in particular, Liam. Has he got it right, Southgate? He has been, I think, a good England coach, maybe very conservative, a bit too conservative for my liking, and are players. But he, he's got them to the final of the European Championships and the semi-final of the World Cup last time out. Are you happy with the team he's picking? And do you give them a serious chance against France?
2: Oh, I give them a serious chance against France. Um, and you yeah, can't say you've done a lot wrong with picking the team. What I will say is I don't think they've really played a good team yet, you know. Yes. Uh, um, uh, Wales were, were very poor. Uh, they won the first match um, by six, you know. yeah, Iran. Iran, sixth. And and they were poor against the United States. I thought they were very, very poor yeah. against it. States, and they were four in the first half against Wales. Uh, They were kind of four in the first 30 minutes against Senegal, and Senegal had a couple of half chances. Uh, But once they get going, uh, they look a very good team, particularly going forward. Um, You know, they've got an abundance of talent up front. Uh, They've got Harry Kane leads the line, links up play very well. Yes, He's made some goals. He got a great goal himself. Uh, in the last game, uh, Saka was playing really well. Foden, I think, has been um, a better alternative than than Mason Mount coming into the team. Right. Uh, so, and, and uh, I know Sterling's had some personal problems, but I think Foden gives you more all round than any of those two players I mentioned.
0: Uh, Bellingham, Liam. He's the player now there. That- Bellingham, yeah, we talked about him the other day. He's all action,
2: he's all over the place. Um, he's not he's not the playmaker um you know he'd be expected to do a lot it defensively against France maybe for the first time um, in the competition he'll have to work his socks off to help to help the the full backs in particular and the same with uh, with Henderson uh, you know if mbappe gets the ball against walker and Dembélé gets the ball against Shaw. They've both got tremendous pace, so England are going to have to do something there to help the full-backs, I think. Right. Um, So it's very much a game in the balance. Uh, Yeah. uh, yeah, In England in midfield, I don't think France are anything brilliant in midfield. We talked about Griezmann the other day. It'd be important for England to shut him down because he's the main supply uh, to Mbappe and, and Giroud fascinating game England England France it's very difficult to call yeah whereas Brazil Croatia I would say Brazil Portugal Morocco I would say Portugal without any hesitation Netherlands Argentina I suppose we'd we'll finish up with But France and England I can't really divide the moment
0: right John France and England and Bellingham because I know uh, we've been talking during the English matches and I know you have reservations, not about Bellingham's ability as such, but about the way he's used by Gareth Southgate.
3: Well, I think it happens. I mean, when a young player comes in and plays well, and the press go bananas on it. To be honest, yeah. uh, I think he's a very, very gifted lad, uh, but I don't think he's the player yet that uh, some people are making him out to be. Right. Uh, but that's that happens in the big tournament, I mean, in In Probably yes. in every country, but in England particularly, to pick on somebody. He's a very gifted lad. He's very young. Uh, he's got a lot going for him. I mean, but I saw Brian Robson did a, a, an article this morning in the paper, and he said seven attributes needed, and uh, he's talking about Bellingham in this yeah. particular way, seven attributes. One of the attributes he never mentioned, and I keep going on about an awful lot, is positional sense on the pitch. Yes. I don't think the young fella only 19 yeah. has any positional sense on the pitch, particularly if he's going to be a midfield player. Yes. You know what I mean? At the moment, he doesn't look like an out and out midfield player to me. He looks like a goal scoring player going forward yes. ahead of the ball most of the time. Yeah. When as a midfield player, he could be back getting in a position and reading the game uh, in a certain way. That now he's is- only 19, but I think the press go, and a lot of people go overboard uh, with young players. I think he's very talented. He's 19. He's a lot to learn about playing in the middle of the field. Uh, and hopefully he will as he gets a bit older. Because, you know, I, I keep on about positional sense. And people probably say, "Well, oh, what the hell is this all about now? But positional sense is the main thing, is particularly in the middle of the field, Yeah. Uh, to, to make the ball come to you. I mean, yep. In other words, if you stand on the, on the center spot of, of a pitch and don't move, you get X amount of possession of the ball. Yeah. Now, it, as a midfield player, I mean, you're with a midfield player. Yep. Liam is a midfield player. You have to get in position to receive the ball. You have to make
0: yourself available. Yeah.
3: All the time. All the time. All the yeah. time. Now, obviously, you, no, you can't do it all the time. But the midfield players, in, in 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 that I see as a midfield player, is somebody a kid like this has to learn to to link the back to the front.
0: Yeah, I don't and think he's that, that kind you of have player. To get Pardon? I don't think he's that kind of player. I don't think he'll ever be that kind of player. I think, I think we've said this before. Don't cover old ground. He's more like Gerrard. We used to say the same things about Stephen Gerrard, and to a lesser extent, but still in the same Frank sort of vein. L- Frank Lampard, Frank the same Lampard, Lampard with, with, yes.
3: Yeah, but they got they got all amen, and they did hold the positions in the positions they were in. Right? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if Jared was mostly on the right hand side of midfield, yeah, he was never a gen, He never in the middle of the middle of the field. He was on, but he but, he, but he, he held his position in that position. Yes. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, and he made himself available, which is the thing. And till, made, yeah, made link themselves available
3: the, the, the point I would make with Jared, he didn't go all over the field to, to dominate the game, I mean, or run no. the game. Yes. When it came to him, he came to him. But what I see with this kid, he's not playing either right side or left side of midfield. He's getting, he, well, anytime I see him when, when the defence had the ball, he was way, way in front of them, I mean. You couldn't find him.
0: And, now, some, and sometimes, he was in front of Harry Kane because Harry's coming very deep to pick up balls, both for Spurs yeah. and for England, which yeah. I now, think it is it good. to be
3: that kind of, yeah, if he's going to be that type of player, fair enough. But with the ability that he has, that I see in him, I don't want him to be dictating it as, as much more than he is. Now, he's only young, he's only 19. Yeah. Hopefully, that'll be the case. But, uh, but it, it's like anything else, as you know. Like, when, when the player comes along, the papers have to... They're not going to refuse in-game, and, and uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, they're blowing him up as a bit. Right. But he's, he's a good kid. I think he's a good kid, and he's, he, he should be a top-class player. But right. from an England's point of view... Again, my doubt, I think I said it the you day in your program, Eamon, Griezmann, as yes. I see him now, is by far and away the best player, the best man to do the job in midfield in these, in these two teams. Yes. So he could be very, very, very right. important in this match if, he, yes. if he's getting the ball out to Mbappe and doing it. So I don't think England have anybody in the middle of the field capable of doing what Griezmann is capable of doing in the running of the game
0: and has done and the other midfield pair for France Rabiot is a waste of space to be honest at this level so that's going to be a very tight game a tough game to call we just finally Liam the Netherlands and Argentina Argentina have looked not great they lo- lost their first match to Saudi Arabia and Messi has bailed them out and has looked more alive in the last two games what do you make of this match Liam and who do you fancy
2: uh, I fancy uh, the Netherlands. Um, uh, I think they've got better as the tournament's gone on. Um, uh, they've got a very good defense with with Ake and uh, Virgil van Dijk yeah. uh, playing, playing really well. Uh, they've got Dumfries, a full-back, who's tremendous, bombs forward. Um, in the middle of the park, uh, not, not brilliant, but... Uh, uh, they've got Memphis to pie and they've, they've got this Gakko uh, who's really come strong into the competition as well. Whereas, uh, I, I think they've got uh, a lot of good players. Whereas, Argentina, uh, also Mendy playing at the back. Right? It's years ago, we were critically... of yeah, in a bad city. Like he's, that, yeah. he's, he's that much older. Um, you know, Messi, uh, he's walking... Uh, it's just moments of brilliance now. Yes. Um, so they're so dependent on him, and the others I don't think are up to be the supporting cast he needs. Yes. Uh, so that tips it for me in the favour of of uh, of of the Dutch.
0: Okay, John, Argentina, and I think they made a f- a very interesting point there. Very accurately identified the supporting cast that. Messi needs. I mean, we 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 all adore him and admire him and realize what a great great player he is, even still. But he 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 does a bit of walking, all right. But he is invested in this tournament. You can see uh, his emotions. But you can't do it on your own, can you?
3: No, and I I don't think he's surrounded by uh, top players as you would expect from Argentina in the past, and yes. we've seen from Argentina in the past. And I didn't think they played well against the Aussies, Eamon. You no, know, I, I uh, didn't
0: actually. No. You know,
3: no. He scored a good goal to get them gone and then the the, the, the goalkeeper made a bad mistake. I don't think they were... Uh, you know, the Aussies were, were well in the game. You yeah. know, They were well in the game. It wasn't the, the Argentinian Messi of old. Uh, it just depends if he can turn on the magic, Eamon, for them. Uh, i would be like, uh, I think, both of you, I think I would think the Netherlands would be a better bet.
0: Yeah, funny if I don't, I think Argentina will do them, but that's another day's work. Um, we don't pay money to listen to my views anymore. (laughs) Now, a final thought to both of them. It is uh, a final thought on the tournament overall. I think we've, whenever we've spoken about it, we've, we've enjoyed it and think it's really good. I just want to say that I've enjoyed it and think. It's really, really good, and the small nations like the Japanese, uh, small in footballing terms, that is, Morocco, have been really thrilling to see how good the game is now and how deep it is. Would you agree with that, Liam?
2: Absolutely, Eamon, Yeah, I think the tournament so far, uh, and I hope, and nothing goes wrong because the Qataris don't deserve it uh, to go wrong. Uh, they put on a fine, a fine tournament. I think the stadiums have been great. You know, look, they look brilliant. The atmosphere. I think the refereeing has been excellent. It has, yeah. There's been no trouble, Eamon, with hooliganism and so forth, and just shows you that alcohol. Maybe, yeah, you've got to think long and hard. You know, we saw yes. what happened at Euros when we yes. were hosting the uh, the finals. Um, yeah, there was terrible trouble. And as you say, the emergence of of, of these, uh, you know, so-called no-hopers in in the tournament, uh, like uh, Morocco, like Japan, like Korea, um, Tunisia beating France. Yes. Uh, you know, it's it's been it, it's it's been a brilliant story, uh, and uh, I suppose FIFA's message has been, you know, to to bring football to the lesser. Parts of the world, uh, and I think this is proof of their work. You know, um, they, they've really um, these nations have really come on and made themselves very, very difficult. And in many cases, I'm sure, like in Japan and uh, and South Korea, it was probably that their group stages had to go all the way. That when they when they came into the last 16 matches, they were yes. they were much more tired than the other yes. teams. So, um no, I think all in all, it's been a huge success, and it was a it was a political minefield uh, before we kicked off. Um, but I think everybody can be satisfied with this tournament. I, I know probably, uh, without going into it too deeply, that I should never have gone there in the first place, and that what what an organisation FIFA uh, have been down through the years. But you know, I have to say, um, uh, it's been a very very. Uh, Well, I wouldn't say a good tournament. i say it's been an excellent tournament.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that, John. Just to remind both of you, by the way, our old friend Pepe, who's now 39, (laughs) and we remember kicking shit out of everybody, John, (laughs) he he scored a great goal last night, an important goal as well from a corner. But would you agree with with Liam and I about uh, how encouraging it is to see these new nations and to see the development of the game, uh, whether it's in the Middle East, whether it's in Africa, North Africa, in the case of Morocco, it's it's delightful.
3: That's yeah, brilliant. It, it shows where the game is going, I Amy. Mean. You know, every yeah. four years, you, you, it's an examination of where the game is yes. is at. And this was a very very uh, controversial situation, as we know, with the with the World Cup being where it is. But once it came to the football, Aimen. Yes. Then, then it's it's been brilliant yes. the football saved it I know that there's a lot of controversy and still a lot of controversy about how it got to where it is yeah, yeah. and and the position. it was we'd have to say you know when it came to the football which is the most important thing as, as far as a lot, an awful lot of people are concerned it's been very good and it's it's been so far on the pitch great for
0: the game okay uh, John Giles and Liam Brady thank you both very much for joining us i understand uh i know our listeners really appreciate very much hearing from two great players and two great judges so thank you very much indeed for joining us today thanks to all of you for listening that's all we have time for now i'll talk to you soon